I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong, where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Well, we are here and you are back and that's fact. Am I tripping? No, I ain't tripping. What's up? What's up? I'm glad you're here this week. And if you are new to the First Gen Lounge, I'm so glad that you're here too. Like, I love you. Look at you. Spending time with me. Me spending time with you. Hey, boo. (laughs) So I'm going to dig in. I have been talking a lot lately about this subtle rebrand, right? Is it subtle, not so subtle? I'll let you be the judge of that. And I know some people like, what in the world is she doing? And here's my answer. Me. I'm doing me. (laughs) I thought it would be a really good time, though, to just sit with you and to dig a little deeper into, you know, this rebranding concept, this idea of like, you know, why are you rebranding? What's going on? Really? Nothing bad is going on at all. Here's the thing. I absolutely love being an entrepreneur because for me, being an entrepreneur has been this ultimate freedom venture. Like, I'm just free. I'm free to be who I am, however I am in this world. And it's just a joy. Like, it's really a joy. But with even the freedom that I have, you know, the freedom of time, the freedom of creativity. And I've said this before, there's a level of freedom that also comes with like a level of responsibility that will hit you over the head. And I mean, we're all free. We're all responsible for things, right? But for me, especially in being business, it's learning that there is a responsibility to survive and thrive. And sometimes that means that you've got to make changes, right? And so for me, it's taking time to really assess my own brand, think about where I want to be years from now and like really say, am, am I aligned? Like, is this working for me? Is this where I'm trying to be? Is this it pretty much? And not just that, but having people, um, especially within your audience and like your coaches, your mentors, whoever you're you know, collaborating with to help you succeed, to like, just be honest, like, is this working? You know, is, is this not working? Tell me what you think. Give me some feedback. So as I have been going through this process as of late, just thinking about what my recent rebrand, you know, has meant to me. And a lot of that has been visual stuff, getting some clarity or not even getting some clarity, like being more clear in my marketing to my audience and stuff. I just thought about, you know, reasons why you should rebrand. So if you are considering a rebrand, but don't kind of want to do it or not sure if you kind of want to do it or you just don't know or maybe you will do a rebrand in the future. Here are some things for you to consider because it's important that as we grow and that we learn, especially as entrepreneurs that we're sharing with our entrepreneurial community to be able to like go get it. So I'm going to, you know, just give you five things today. I'm not going to run out with nine, but because you know I will, but just five things that I want you to consider Um as you're thinking about, again, possibly just doing your own, own rebrand or if this should come up in the future. And do I insert my disclaimer here? I am not a brand marketing strategy specialist. 
Hmm. No, but really though, as somebody who's going through, you know, a process of rebranding and who's had to rebrand over the years, I do think the experience of, of approaching it is, is definitely something worth sharing. So if things aren't working out right now, and when I say right now, maybe that right now has been a couple of years. <laughs> if it ain't working out by now, then maybe it's time for you to make some changes. And here's the thing. Because it's not working out doesn't mean you have to quit. Maybe you just need to reapproach what you're doing and how you're doing it. Oh, I wouldn't even try to rhyme. See, it's some skills. So like for real, if it's not working out, if you aren't making the kind of money you want to make, if you aren't getting, you know, the kind of interest from the right audience that you were like hoping to target, if you're just not building like in the way that you'd hope for, if it's just not working out, doesn't mean that you failed, but maybe something needs to change. And then here's the thing for me about rebranding. Rebranding isn't always about changing logo or changing colors or anything that's like necessarily outwardly obvious. Although for me, sometimes it does translate to being outwardly obvious, but really it's about being able to say even internally, like, here's what we need to happen. I need to happen within, you know, the business that I have to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Am I getting this? Do my do my numbers tell me that I'm getting this? And if not, maybe I need to tweak this thing. So like I just mentioned, my copy, my content, speaking to the right group to attract the right people in who are fit for the services and products that I offer. So if it's not working out, maybe it's time to rebrand because I don't believe in quitting. I believe, you know, you can sink or swim but damn it, I'm going to swim. And if swimming means I need to, you know, change the water that I'm in, <laughs> get out the ocean and go to a swimming pool or something like, you know, do what you got to do. So things aren't working, maybe it's time to rebrand. And then really sit down with your mentor, with your business coach, with the brand strategist and figure out like, what are the things that you would like to rebrand and see different about your business? Again, to also cater to your audience that will be mutually beneficial and help you get to where you're trying to go. One of the other things being that you believe you've evolved. And so being someone who has been a solopreneur, sole proprietor for many years, it's getting to a place even where I'm like, yo, I've evolved. Like I am still a single member LLC, but I have a team. And I have had a few people, you know, a part of my team for a couple of years now, but I've grown my team to have at least nine people, not trying to be funny, eight or nine people, I'm not counting right now, but that I'm working with to continue to help grow my business. But not just that, when I think about what my business is, you know, who I am at the moment, it's the idea that, and I said at the moment, right, I have really done a great job as, you know, showing up as this speaker, as this podcast, as this person, you know, that's like an individual. But for me, it's wanting to go larger, do things, you know, just have a, a more expansive reach. And when I thought about The Purpose Professor, which I love, and it still continues to be my operational business name, The Purpose Professor Limited Liability Company. And I was like, I'm going to try out something different for a change because I'm evolving to a place where to hear The Purpose Professor is to hear one person, right? But then to hear Evangeline Worldwide is to think, what is that? That was my thought. Been my thought. Hey, you like it? I love it. So, but what it's worth then, I've evolved to not seeing myself as just a person, but as what I do as a functional business, as a company, not just a speaker, but a speaker that's a part of a company. Like, you know, something that's really like, yo, like you really own one. 
And so with that, I was like, you know, I got to, again, change my thinking and I have to change my way of how I show up in the world if I want what I'm dreaming for. And not just that I had to stop being scared of my dream. Because if I'm looking at people like Oprah, Ellen, Queen Latifah, or anybody else for that matter, right? People who give us big dreams. And like, shout out to all of them, my colleagues. <laughs> I have a trip myself out the day, aren't I? But I mean, it's good to laugh. I'm in a really good place. I've been really excited about this. I'm really just far more confident uh, in the things that I'm doing because with this rebrand has come this also this identity of Eve really showing up in the way that Eve wants to show up. And not just that, but showing up in a way that's, again, best fit for the work that I'm doing and for the people I'm trying to help out here in the universe. Okay. So with believing that you've evolved, if you have evolved and, you know, your brand is not speaking to the evolution, go ahead and give it a give a good, uh, you know, rebrand to try. And here's the thing that, you know, I would say about rebranding. It doesn't have to be big and huge. It doesn't. It can be, again, very small, subtle things. It could be one color. And the brand colors, it could be one word in a mission statement. Like, this is my take on it. If it's going to help you to elevate yourself, by all means. So, yeah, but me thinking that I've definitely evolved and I've shared this, you know, our show, the podcast, the First Gen Lounge, we are in over 47 countries. And I say that, but to process what that really means, it's like, yo, that's international. And own that. Like, don't be afraid of it. Own it. Like, own it. Like, own it. And part of owning it and wanting to be somebody that, you know, changes the world, to be honest with you, because I talk about changing the world. Now, we talk several times, changing the world doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, rich or famous. It's helping people no matter where they are, be who they are. And then they go out into the world and do the things that they do and help change the world, too. So it is a domino effect or it's a Celestine prophecy vibe out here. There we go. Celestine prophesies not here for the folks. So the other thing, thing number three. You have decided to hone in on something particular. So this may be why you want to rebrand. Let's just say, like similar to myself, I've had this really big focus on first-generation college graduates, right? And that's what I put out there, you know, in my mission and what I'm doing and kind of branding as my tagline. And I'm not changing from doing that. But I have changed my positioning in thinking about I want to help entrepreneurs. I want to help, you know, people who are first generation college graduate. I want to help women. I want to help people of color. Right. And I can do that. But I feel like with me switching it back to uplifting you in life and biz, it still allows me to speak to my first gen audience and be very present. And the same token, it allows me to have a broader appeal. And so it's like, oh, well, you know, the riches are in the niches. That's what they say. And I believe that. I absolutely believe that. But you can have more than one niche. And then with that in mind, thinking about me wanting to work with different groups of people by just saying first generation college graduate, they necessarily invite some of those other people into the fold. And so reason why the first gen lounge is the first gen lounge, because like this our joint, like this is what we do over here. But then thinking about for other people who may be too broad and want to hone in on a specific group that is women, that is people in tech, that is military veterans, that is, you know, whatever that specific group is, maybe that's why you want to re rebrand. And again, it may be something as simple as changing your mission statement or the tagline for your business or whatever phrase or terminology you're using in your marketing and stuff. So if you hone in on something particular, or I guess the flip side, if you decide to want to maybe scale back a little bit to help a few more folks and similar to myself uh, I love 
the people that I get to work with, you know, regularly. And because of how I've set myself up, I'm not changing having an emphasis on working with first generation college graduates. That's still at the core of what I'm doing, but I am making room for it to be more communal and to be able to have people who are not first generation be a part of the community, but very much so to learn and to grow as a part of it. So like it is what it is. I think it, you know, it was a good move and it's something that's made me think about um, being able to be multifaceted in what I'm doing as well. Like to still be very focused and know who, again, I'm working with, but to be able to show up in spaces and still bring the first gen conversation to the table. So that ain't changed. It'd be for real. That ain't changed at all. It's just I'm adding to to the family and I'm good with that because there are a lot of dynamic black women of color who are not first generation that I'd love to work with. And that may have an appeal, but for me, seeing the business and only thinking first gen is kind of like, oh, I can't work with you like nonsense, you can. And, you know, and I've seen other people do it in a way similar to what I'm doing now, where you talk about who you are or you talk about things that are important as part of your mission or talk about it in the story that you tell. There we go. In the story that you tell and you will still continue to attract the right people. So it's all good. I'm just thinking, too, you know. I want to have fun with it and I want to help more people. Love my people. I want to help more people. So that's what that is. Spent a little longer on that than I thought I would, but okay. So then let's get to number four, which would be if there are changes in your internal structure, you may want to rebrand. And what I mean by that is if you currently have a partner or partners and you guys decide to go your separate ways and what you built with your business is something that is reflective of the both of you. But now with this new, is that under new management? So now with things changing, you realize that this isn't, again, what you'd want to represent that forward movement. Maybe, you know, it's symbolic of you letting go of what was with that person to get into this, again, the new phase, the, the, the evolution. So similar to, you know, believing that you've evolved, thinking about how things are, if your internal structure has changed, and what is going to happen with the business going forward is changing as well because of that, then it'll be a great time to rebrand and to think about how you're showing up in the world again, because missions change, visions change, demands change. We know with what happened recently with C-19, see, I didn't gave it a nickname. Doesn't sound so nasty, but you know, what happened recently, a lot of people had to really pivot, right? Which pivot, but don't you dare quit. And so with that in mind, just thinking of if that's happened to you and what you need is that fresh break, that's that starting over and to make that company now what it's truly meant to be. If that's the situation that you're in, then by all means, a rebrand is something that's worth considering because I think it'll not just give you that fresh outlook for yourself will also reintroduce what you're doing and how you, again, want to show up and serve to your audience or audiences. And that's something that is definitely a bonus. So, yeah. And then last but not the least, something that I think is worth considering for a rebrand is avoiding issues with competitors. Now, you might be like, well, I ain't even stutting competitors. I'm not, you know, stutting, you know, Burger King, McDonald's or whoever. Can I drop their names? Okay. We're not competitors. <laughs> By the way, 
you know, who's got the best fries? Is it Wendy's? Is it Burger King? McDonald's? You know, I think it's Bojangles. Personally, I love Bojangles. Shout out to North Carolina. So anybody from Bojangles, if you ever hear me, you know, hear this lifetime fries, you know, I, I, I welcome it. I welcome it. But yeah, so anyway, um, to avoid issues with competitors. <laughs> and this is what I mean. Let's say there's something like a book or a magazine or a song or anything that has been written and it's copyrighted and it's the ownership of a brand or another business, period, right? If you take that and you decide to do even like a small spinoff of that thing, it can become problematic for that other business or brand or what have you, and that can cause legal issues. So you want to avoid that. For example, here's, I mean, deeper. If there's a song, let's say California Love, right? California Love was a song by who? Pop, all right? And you want to take that song, California Love, and you want to, you know, do something with it within your brand, like do water bottles or create shirts or something, right? That could be problematic, you know, if that is copyrighted. Like you out here with California Love, like, wait a minute, like, yeah, you may have switched the logo up, but where'd you get that from? You know, is, is this okay for me to take? No, it's not okay for you to take. Don't take other people's stuff. But let's just say like the book, They Can Grow Rich, if you take the thing and grow rich and you make even a small spin off of that, there could, again, be issues if, if it causes confusion for people because they may see, you know, think and grow, think and grow it like they can grow it. Wait a minute. It's different. But that's not necessarily like, wait, wait a minute. People are getting confused between think and go rich and think and go it. So when they're looking for think and go rich, they're getting to think and go it. And they're like, huh, uh, 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 uh. now you messing with our money. So again, if you think for even a minute that you're going to have some challenges again with other with other brands, with other businesses or companies, or if you look at them and think that you can just make a subtle change or something, then it's like now. So let's just even say if there's a business that you're not aware of and they have been around just a little bit longer than what you've been around. I mean, or just maybe like longer for real. Let's put it out there. And something that you end up doing, you know, within your business is so similar to theirs that it can, again, become very problematic. I would say you can be the person to make the change or make the shift within your business being that you're newer when you have more space to do it. But then the other thing too is if they come for you, then that's going to be a problem. So avoid those legal issues. And that's why it's also good to work with a lawyer, um, work with somebody who can help advise you through these things as you're thinking about what it means to make changes, you know, for yourself and to show up in a way that that works. Uh, that's checking copyrights. That's, you know, doing a search for other businesses out there with names and services. And I know everything is not avoidable. Let's just go there. But if it's something that you cannot have a challenge with, don't have them problems. Mm -hmm. So just real quick, I want to run through those five things with you again to consider for rebranding. Like, again, if you want to do it now, if you think you may do it in the future or you might find yourself in the future thinking about it, just come back to this. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you know, some things to consider. But if things aren't working right now, then it may be time for a rebrand. If you believe that you have evolved, it might be time for a rebrand. If you have decided to hone in on something particular or just switch it up, it's a little bit, you know, who you serve or what you're doing, it might be time for a rebrand. If your internal structure changes, 
you know, you lose a partner or you just become, do your own thing, but you're keeping the brand, you know, hey, by all means, feel free to rebrand. And last but not least, if you want to avoid issues with other businesses, don't be that business that's taking people's stuff. Maybe time to rebrand. So, you know, don't be afraid of a rebrand. A rebrand can be a very fun, a very exciting, a very fulfilling thing. And it's about communicating what you're doing to your audience and making them aware of what you got going on that makes a difference when you do start to rebrand. It makes it, to me, much easier, but also gives it, you know, a space where there's clarity and making your audience a part of your rebrand is a really important part of rebranding too. Let me say that there's a bonus because at the end of the day, if you get the buy-in from your community, then it's just, you know, it will carry. That's my thought. So just want to, you know, continue to encourage you in your journey. I want you to be successful in what you do. I believe in you. You show up for me. So, you know, you believe in me, continues to give me the motivation to just, you know, go out here and get it and do, you know, what I got to do. And just don't forget that it takes time to build a business and it takes work for your business to truly become what you want it to become. So saying that to also say at the end of the day, just continue to think about where you are, where you want to be and what you got to do to get there. Constant evaluation and assessment is important for, you know, your your business well-being. And when you see that there is need to change, you know, you change. Don't be afraid of making those changes because, again, it's just necessary. And sometimes your fear of not changing is the reason why things not going to work. Oh, okay, I ain't preaching today. But yeah, so on that note, I'm grateful that you're here as always. And if you are picking up what I'm putting down, please be sure to share this with someone who you believe would appreciate the message too. All right, I love you. Peace.